Hi, welcome to the End of Seeking podcast, episode one. This was a spontaneous talk captured in the garden between Martin and I. We talked about evolving culture, identity, and the need for ultimate transcendence. Hopefully it will be the start of many. Please excuse the sound quality. We do aim to improve, but for now, we hope you enjoy the birds. with you know certain ideologies is that it becomes fixed and, and that there's no possibility for transcendence it's only when you start to think look explore inquire into your own paradigm can you transcend your own paradigm and go on to a you know but they were talking about uh, someone used this term um the trans paradigmatic mind which is coming from like a completely different area. And this isn't Wilbur. I suppose he might be aware of Wilbur, but but just just this idea that um, at the moment, if you're bound to sort of some worldview, you're bound to your paradigm. All these lower kind of paradigms, whether it's you know leftism or conservatism or whatever whatever it is, you're kind of bound by it, defined by it. It is you. It's the paradigm is identified with. And so the, the talk now is, which is really interesting to see, start to emerge from this beautiful conversation, this meta conversation, is that actually kind of we're, 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 we're seeing the possibility, the emergence of a trans-paradigmatic mind, which means, basically, that the mind itself and the identity, is, the, the paradigm isn't identified with, it's used. So whatever, whatever the world view, you can use it to, you know, it's like Monica. Monica talked about this the other day. She was talking about frames. She, at the moment, she's using the, the frame of um, Ayurveda or yoga and Ayurveda, you know, the whole system, because it's, it's useful in terms of taking care of yourself and different, you know, natural medicines and stuff. But she's like, I'm using it. And it's not like, you know, for now, it's a useful frame to function with. And then, like, when you're done, so it's this willful ability to use um, relative frames, paradigms, truths, stuff that's important. Rather but until than a set of an entrenched beliefs. Entrenched beliefs that you are fully identified with and then defend against any, any Yeah, opponent. and actually often there's <clears throat> some beliefs within those systems that you maybe naturally wouldn't agree with. But if you question those particular ones, it crumbles the whole set of yes. beliefs. So you kind of have to have part and parcel all of it or none of it. Which is the problem of identification, ultimately, yeah. because if you're identified, then it's uh, you're not using it; it's using you. Mm-hmm. And so that was interesting to see that thought emerge from within this thing. It's like, yes, there's all these different mimetic, um, you know, uh, ideas and gatherings of thinking and people coming up with different viewpoints. But as long as the identification is is present within and as those paradigms then we're having problems only when you can step outside and be the trans paradigmatic mind the mind that uses paradigms but isn't bound by them paradigms meaning mean plexes and all these different you know world views and stuff because it's like like you talk about you know yeah i can do that i can use the mind i can use concepts but I'm not, but I don't believe them entirely, and I can yeah. take them up and put them down as I see fit. Yeah, they, they don't overwhelm your experience. No. They're part of your experience, and <clears throat> yeah. it's it's almost like a tool that you use, exactly, rather than what you think you are, exactly, and therefore exactly. you can't 
put it down when it doesn't serve. Yes, so you, exactly. you, 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 it's an all or nothing thing. Yeah. Um, whereas when you see it for what it is as a tool, it's it's a little bit when it's appropriate yeah. and then it becomes a really useful tool there's totally. nothing wrong with concepts and paradigms no, no. they can be really useful but only when they're appropriate yeah. when they start to become inhibiting yeah. then they're not appropriate only but there's the thing they're only inhibiting because they're they're held on to they're exactly. identified with and and culture war is only happening because people are, are gripping tightly and strongly identified with a worldview uh, with a, and a certain certainty so mm. there's this <clears throat> so in some ways this this big you know this this slew of of mimetic tribes let's say they're this sort of minor and major paradigms basically which people are most of them are functioning from this identitarian viewpoint, like my tribe and my view is fighting for dominance over the other views. Um, and it's only when like, the, the possibility of transcendence occurs, the, the, the meta-paradigmatic um, mind, which is the mind that isn't bound by the individual paradigms, just using them. Yeah. Um, and the mind itself is free, which is basically integral, which is basically enlightenment and awakening you know functionally awakening where you are you don't need to identify with um, conceptual structures but you do use them as tools yeah so that's actually only this is starting to emerge at the leading edge of this whole um, liminal thinking space that's occurring now online with a bunch of other thinkers it's not the IDW there there's a sort of a subset of it there's a bigger space of people who are figuring what the fuck is going on and there's lead, there's leading thinkers in that this podcast culture is part of it the medium you know i think there's no it's no coincidence <clears throat> that we we notice that there's a sort of what appears to be mass awakening as in the numbers of people awakening yeah. is is <laughs> massive compared to what it was five ten years ago yeah. um certainly uh, outwardly awakening you know people people who are yeah. seem that way um, and there is a also at the same time this going on yes I don't think there's a it's a coincidence no. I think that, that it's very appropriate that with awakening everything bubbles up to the surface yeah. nothing is hidden anymore yeah. and so then you've got sort of culture everything is bubbling up to the yeah. surface nothing is hidden anymore yeah and so <clears throat> It's like these things have to be confronted and yeah. seen through and processed and yeah. dealt with in order for you to be ultimately free of yeah. them. I... But it's happening on an individual personal level, mm. but it's also happening on a cultural level. It looks differently in a cultural way. Right now it yeah. looks really messy, but then awakening is really messy. Well, awakening is really messy. And also awakening <clears throat> doesn't... When I When I hear... When I hear someone like Lindbergh and, and others talk in that way and, and it, it come out with emergent ideas that are a natural consequence of a dialectic conversation going forward, mm. when the natural consequence of that is the proposition of a, uh, um, you know, a trans-paradigmic uh, mind, let's say, someone who is beyond the identification with paradigms, that's profound. To find that in the in like the public domain of discourse is see that's where I'm in, I'm seeing where it's emerging and it's it's very interesting. Okay, that that's that you know coming from like an integral point of view or awakened point of view where the natural condition of that is 
transparent. That's exactly what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. They are coming at it from through through intellect and mind and discussion and development of ideas. And mm. um, I'm going okay. This is another sign of of because this is the bleeding edge yeah. of, of human thought. N not not like um, because these guys are drawing on the whole slew of. You know, you take Wilbur and he's mapped it all out in his way, but in, in some ways he's almost looking a bit old school because because he comes from an age where there were less of these kind of um, well, it was very defined groups. Um, and he's correct in it, so many ways. The way he, the way I understand he looks, it's very defined sort of stratas of experience that he's talking about, yes. and, and suddenly it's got very messy. There's all these yes. subsets and all these sort of, it's very bitty right now, and yeah. so it's very hard to draw these generalizations yeah. that the integral sort yeah. of broadly has these these yeah. generalizations, which are really useful, but I don't think speak to. Well, well, in some ways, they actually no, they do. do. It does because because all, all Wilbur's do, been doing is mapping out, mapping out, mapping out how it's been showing up, mm -hmm. and so another piece this past this other people mapping out, and then you have these overlays. And what's important is the principles underlying it. A yeah. sound that there are these developmental things. It's just that the proliferation of of um, almost micro paradigms, mimetic tribes is the current, you know, parlance, let's say, they're like a, a bunch of like memes of these ideas that say, you know, say something and can be transmitted. And then this idea that, I mean, these are, these are new terms, like, and like a meme plex is, is like an, a, an aggregation of, of interlocking and supporting ideas like political parties and like uh, like religions and meme plexes so it's it, it, what's interesting about this is in the it's in the language of 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 technology and computing almost yes, yes. and this kind of uh, and math almost it's like it's being looked at in this kind of way rather than rather than traditional structures but it's still speaking <clears throat> to the, the same sort of things yeah. that we're talking about in a different in different terms actually. totally it, it's like um candace of denver you know that that she started to talk about open intelligence and data mm -hmm. instead of awareness and or, and uh, or spirit and you know a content or phenomena yeah that they're actually relative or absolute yeah so this guy and these these various other thinkers who have all got a piece of the puzzle mm. are, are talking in the current parlance you know what what's what's but it hasn't quite been mashed up with spiritual realms of talking and yet actually they are well it's interesting to the same sorts of things i mean there, there is because interestingly like the interview I was watching last night it was only a short one, but I'd been watch I'd been watching, listening to this guy and reading this guy, and, and so he turned out to be a little half-hour interview. But what was interesting was that the people he was talking with were was it was a thing called Rebel Media, which is an ex-Channel Four and BBC journalist who's really into this world of, you know, Jordan Peterson and Ken Wilber, and he was the link that actually had Ken Wilber talking about Jordan Peterson recently. So. You know, you have these nodes at which you have a bunch of intersections of all these, from like Sam Harris, who's a very secular, um, uh, secular atheist, you know, but free thinker. And then you got him meeting up with Jordan Peterson, who's this Jungian mythic psychologist, spiritual Christian vibe. And then you got, you know, um, this guy, you know, Lindbergh was a, you know, a, a kind of a, a liminal thinker in the in the sense of, you know, he's he's kind of that that intersection between sort of philosophy almost and uh 
and um, you know technology and culture. You know, the, like you know, I I've noticed my intersection has kind of been about you know um, uh, spirituality, culture, and creativity. You know that that's kind of nominally my in, my broad interests and as they've emerged out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I could probably intersect with a few different things as well, and where you know you get these people who are amalgams of different viewpoints, but what's emerging for the ones who are really kind of paying attention and sufficiently meta about the whole thing is that, oh, this, these are all stirrings and sub-pockets of, of micro-paradigms, <clears throat> uh, not, not as, you know, if you're either caught, you could be caught in them as, a, as an identity or you could be kind of transcendent to them and, and see them much more healthily. And that's the next stage, is not the, not the tribes, but the meta of the tribes in which it becomes uh, one one becomes free to use them as, as one wills without identification and that's you'll still kind of favor certain um um meme plexes over others it just strikes <clears throat> me it's so funny listening to you speak because it just strikes me like that's not my area of interest particularly but it just strikes me as you're talking if you change the language mm. it's exactly what I'm talking about, what exactly we're talking what about, talking it's exactly, about, yeah. you know, talking about these, these yeah. uh, using these paradigms, and you're talking about it culturally, but I, all oh, I'm both, hearing, both levels. all I'm hearing is, is the content, you're using the, the concepts, yes. you know, like, and it's, yes, exactly that. it's, if you change the language, it's exactly what we're talking about, yeah. but it's on, on a different level, it's, it's, it's on a cultural level, it's on a yeah. broader level than, than we're talking about the individual yeah. experiencing that. Yeah. Um, you're talking about in the, you know, well, how that then acts in, yeah. in, in the culture. But it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. I, I wrote, you know, last year that just kind of came out was, was um, you know, culture is an amalgam of first person accounts of their reality. Mm. That's it. it. It's only ever, you know, what we're talking about on a, on a micro personal level. Yeah. It became. It, it is actually the ground of, of all this cultural stuff anyway but it does then begin to be this, these collective intelligences acting out but it's, it's exactly the same thing as, as I think that's the beauty of it that's the resonance of it that as below so above yeah it can be know. applied everywhere yeah. the, 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 the general theme of it is um, if you're getting attached to these paradigms yeah. instead of you seeing them as a tool and, and uh, mm. almost like an item of clothing to put yeah. on when needed yes, exactly. um, then it becomes problematic if there's suffering within yeah. that because because sometimes that, that item of clothing isn't appropriate yeah. and so you have to take it off yeah. and so it, it's the attachment to those yes. paradigms, identity those identities with, yeah. those that clothing, whatever yeah. it is, it's the same thing it's the attachment that causes the suffering because it it's it's not seen in the broader context Mm. of it's a tool yeah it's something to be used it's not Mm. something that you are Mm. exactly that's exactly exactly that and you know what's interesting is that what you know uh, say uh, although Jordan Peterson hasn't very much been part of this conversation but what he did try to point to was that the work is not collective work the work is individual. It's always individual. Mm-hmm. It's always about the the sovereignty of the individual working it out in real time for yeah. themselves and taking responsibility and all that stuff. But it's about the individual yeah. 
but the aggregate of that becomes exactly. collective. But if you start from the collective, yeah, you're fucked. Work. Well, that's why you have to empower the individual. Yeah, because the collective is just a representation <clears throat> of the individual yeah. in a broader sense. And exactly, so, yeah. like, you know, what is government? Government is a collection of yes. individuals yeah. uh, making decisions, yes. but it's always based on their own yes. informed experience. Yeah. <laughs> playing out in culture yeah um and so yeah you have to change the individual you can't fix it on the level of collection no you can't you can't but actually but then but like anything you can't build a plant without individual cells functioning according to their own natures yeah. you just can't and, and if those cells are are broken the dna of those yeah. cells are broken the plant won't turn out yes and won't so, grow to repair the, the plant yeah. you don't you know yeah so it is the individual is the ultimate yeah. the irreducible kind of source of all change and, and growth which i think is why <clears throat> it's great that culturally like i'm certainly noticing that there is more emphasis on improving the individual right now right. um there is i mean you just you see it culturally you see that that people you know uh, i know it's very low level stuff but you know the self-help movement is massive and the natural um, progression of that I believe is into awakening teachings yeah, we sure. might not be there yet yeah. or there's a leading edge that yeah, is yeah. there but but the natural progression of that is awakening yeah oh I think the natural uh, the, the, the end point of any uh, what are, uh, the end point of any line of thought is transcendence yeah but I you feel know. like we're getting closer to that yeah, than I we ever have done culturally yeah. and, in, and individually yeah. um, it's, it's become it's in popular culture now just even just even to see that the, the word yoga I mean that's a really simple yeah. thing but even to see that the word yoga is very prevalent in popular culture yeah. shows where we are yeah. culturally versus you know 10 years ago we weren't there yeah. We were much more focused on um, sort of material gain and <coughs> you know comfortable lives and yeah. and and technology <coughs> actually and science you know yeah. those the, the, the emergence of that yeah. um, but now we've we've sort of doing the technology and the technology is coming there's a, there's a meeting of technology and spirit now it seems I think so yeah yeah I think um, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I I think the internet, and not just the internet, but the internet, meaning that we are literally connected yeah. at all times, at will, to the totality of of nodes, um, and thinking, and it's it's really just start in the last maybe the last few years, it's really starting to pervade in a in a way, like like the difference between the YouTube of yesteryear of quite recently which was most most I mean it's not saying it's not about entertainment and, and no, got a lot of cat but, videos so. <clears throat> but it quite quickly it turned into this really powerful space where um, leading edge exponents of yeah. whatever can share and, and converse explore and converse and that you know that the, like like these 
you know, the podcast thing where people are having interesting long form conversations about whatever, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter, but each area of domain is cross pollinating and deepening. Yeah. And, um, it, it, it's fueling this, um, uh, it's, it's fueling the leading edge actually of, of, you know, human understanding and discourse in public not behind closed doors in universities and, you know, um, gatekeepered into institutions, but right at the leading edge of opt-in culture. There it is. You can just tune into it and, and see where the... Le- and well, and it, it's, it's raising it, all the boats. Yeah, it's making people question their <clears throat> assumptions about the norms that they've yeah. um, been following or, mm. or living by. Yeah. And it's it, when they're hearing different viewpoints... It's not that they're necessarily agreeing with them, but they're trying it on for size. Mm. They get it. It's mm. a sort of a safe mm. way of exploring mm. these things yeah. and seeing what you are resonating with, let's yeah. say, yeah. And um, by listening to these long to form yeah. expositions of. Yeah. Is that the right word? Expositions, yeah. expositions <laughs> of knowledge and information. Yeah. And, yeah. and then just getting into conversation. So, yeah, I, I just find it very, very interesting, very kind of heartening. Um, to see yeah. this process playing out, you know. Well, it is, and it's play, like you space. said, it's, it's playing out in the in is, the, yeah. the public space, domain, yeah. in the public cultural domain, space. Yeah. It's uh, rather than behind closed doors in academics, where yeah. academics are discussing this stuff and then coming up with the the new thing thinking of the time, yes. and that could and take then decades. Presenting it to be received. Exactly, you know, but <clears throat> decades in the making, maybe of mm. discussion and. And and now it's so immediate, and it I think it it actually speaks to something else that we've talked about over the years: the singularity mm. of like things mm. exponentially mm-hmm. speeding yeah. up, and and the immediacy yeah. of of how people are exploring new ideas mm. and new thinking yeah. is is it's not taking decades to no. come to the public domain no. now. It's immediate. No. If you want and it, you can go and look. For yeah, it. and the and these ideas and these memes and these you know these new that uh, uh, are transformative and you know of of people's experiencing and you know so you you people are leveling up a lot the opportunity to level up through you know through participating in this ongoing conversation of unfoldment of of thinking and being um you know it's 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 powerful stuff because what's interesting was was take take rebel media as as one example is that in that particular node, you have all these different crazy... Because you have, on one hand, you've got the mass, the secularists, but who are thinking interesting cultural things and presenting interesting cultural ideas that are very, um, you know, uh, useful and, and provocative and powerful. But you also, but you're meet, but there's other people who are on a different end of it who are bringing other things to the table. And, and yet all these nodes are crossing on each other and the best of each is being kept and the, the, just the cross-pollination of, mm-hmm. of information and, and, you know, perspective is, is really, really Which I powerful. think translates also to what's going on with spirituality right now as mm. well in that there are so many teachers out there and they're, like, fundamentally they're all talking about the same mm. thing but the way in which they're talking about it is so mm. drastically mm. different sometimes. Mm. 
And I think this cross-pollination allows people to sort of see that it's none of that. Mm. It's none of the way that that's manifesting, let's no, say. No. It doesn't look like this teacher. It doesn't look like that teacher. It, it, it allows someone to broaden their view yeah. of what, uh, yeah, and exactly. to look at the heart of what's being talked about rather than the way it's being talked yeah. about. Yeah. And so it, it sort of allows people to, to see that it's none of the the final answer yes. it's it's always yes. the heart of the answer yes and and in a sense like the ident identification and, and attachment is it, it seems to me the the big issue and problem with all with with this stuff is getting part and it's the same it's the transition from duality to uh, an identification to non-duality broadly speaking and non-identification mm -hmm. um you know um that and it's the move from first tier to second tier. From a, however you map it out, first tier is identified paradigms. Second tier is transcendent and inclusive of all paradigms. So that, that movement itself, whatever we think about, is, is being identified as a, as, a, as, a, as a natural force, let's mm -hmm, say. Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, however you map it out, However, it, it, comes it about. represents the world of identification mm -hmm. and fixity, in which case it's duality because you're at war with other things and other yeah. viewpoints to the transcendent view, the meta view, which is, oh, all these things and I can pick up and use that or I can pick up and use that. Mm -hmm. I can drop that. I don't have to identify with it. And so in some ways, when you look at things like some my little, you know, the, the woke culture, for example, the identitarian uh, culture <clears throat> um, is very much first tier. Mm -hmm. But it's heading in the direction of its inevitable transcendence. Yeah. But it has to drop because people are going, <clears throat> I'm separate, I'm not that, I'm this, I'm, I'm this narrow intersection of identities. Um, but then they reify themselves at that identity well, rather than going, this is provisional. Yeah, but that's what happens <clears throat> with seekers. Like you get seekers who go, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not that. But yeah. they haven't quite reached sort of, the space yeah, of being in which the, the mind that, that holds that. Exactly. But, you, you know, for a while as a seeker, you spend a lot of time identifying yeah. that of what you're not or what you are. Well, a lot the last then, identity is the spiritual identity, exactly. isn't it, often? Yeah. But you have to be able to identify how oh, that's a thought first. You have to have that tool, set of tools and discrimination yeah. and discernment yeah. uh, as to all the elements of your experience. Yeah. And that's what spiritual practice does is, yeah. is sort of allow you to identify, oh, yeah. that's a sensation, oh, that's yeah. a thought, oh, that's a this, what oh, I'm that's not. a that. <laughs> exactly. In and some so, sense, and, yeah, natty natty. Yeah, so, and then, but you've got to have that final step of, of Yes. Recognizing who the, knows what I'm not exactly recognizing the the vessel, let's say, yeah. um, self recognition for which all of that is contained within. Yeah, and so this is playing out beautifully in the um, in the culture uh, from from directions which are non spiritual. Yes, yeah. but then you know, honestly, spirituality was just a tool that I used to get. I mean, I was yeah. philosophically minded, you know. Uh, as well, you know, it was like I was aiming at to get it through the mind, and the mind has to participate in that for a while. For some people, yeah. to get to a point, other people, it's more the felt experience might be dominant yeah. or emotional, whatever. You can transcend anything. Yeah. Whatever you go <laughs> at, you can transcend. <clears throat> you can transcend anything. <laughs> roll up, roll up, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Marsh used to talk about that. You know, he used to use the mantra, but he said you could translate, transcend through sound, uh, through sight. You could transcend through touch. 
yeah. you can transcend through. So what he's saying is that every, every whatever whatever thread you pull on, it, if you follow it down its own rabbit hole, you end up yeah. beyond it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so that you know, so if you're Which going at it through intellect, that's fine. The ideation itself will transcend itself as a, yeah. as a natural consequence of it. Which is why none of it is. Um, <clears throat> opposing to each other like you you literally it doesn't really matter no but you have to get to the point where you there's there's that i i think the great transition point is that and i and i see it on the horizon going from i like identitarianism to trans identitarianism Mm -hmm. and and that and actually even that notion of being trans whatever in the in the common parlance is is i'm beyond something yeah. so i'm beyond gender or, or i'm transfer you know whatever it is so trans so transpersonalism mm-hmm. is or trans intellectualism or trans culturalism yeah. all this 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 possibility of of transcending is already but often before you get to that point of transcending it's yeah. the most violent the yes, most yes. the most personal yeah. the most yes. cultural the yes. most you know like the yeah. water boils before it turns yeah, yeah. into steam it's the most boiling and it's that's like the, it's the culture, yeah. yeah and so that's that's why i my view is is that it, yeah. we're in a very interesting time people view it as a negative thing that's happening right t- right now i actually view it as a positive yeah. thing that's happening right now because i see the boiling point and it's when every yeah it? when everything is coming out into the open i see that that that's actually the point at which you can transcend it all yeah um and will and it it's the messiest point though if you can get through that yeah, yeah. like if you can hold the nerve almost of just hanging on in there and yeah. weathering that storm yeah. the, the storm is 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 the most violent and the yeah. most intense before it breaks, before yeah. it breaks. and so yeah i think culturally and personally actually I, I see a lot of people going through that intensity and seeing it as a step back or a step in the wrong direction mm. um my viewpoint is is it's actually the opposite no, it's, it's actually it, the beautiful beautiful yeah. most but it's necessary it's because identities are being uh, in in the identities in in the face of their uh, there's so many of them now um, mimetic tribes and uh, strongly held identities yeah. in, individuals and groups are being held so tightly and and yet they've been assailed by so many others like never before yeah so but that, that's what so happens the, to the person there's maximum duality isn't it it's but that's what happens to the person when you've mm-hmm. got a seeker who's right in the throes of of that transformation you actually see that the mind is at its most sort of aggressive mm-hmm. in that in those terms mm-hmm. it's 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 I think you say uh, like monkey mind you know it's like really really Mm. like doing its best to Mm. to hold fast Mm. and and actually the reason why it's doing its best to hold fast is because it's being transcended and it's entirely under threat yeah it's losing its power it's losing its its strength of conviction and yet when it's losing that it's trying to hold on the hardest so it's identity yeah. man it, the identity yeah. is that that action which holds on say i am this so i can't let it go yeah um and so discovering that you're not that well and the fear that comes up yeah when, and the defensiveness yeah, yeah the exactly. fear, and, and this is why i see in culture we've got that fear and we've got that defensiveness and it's it's mm-hmm. it's never been as strong that i've seen anyway yeah no you're right you're right uh, yeah, so we're in this mad place right now, and, and I see it acting out, and um, yeah. you know, uh, 
but I see so many people seeing this as 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 really the worst thing that you know. Oh, yeah. it's all going to shit, and it's all gone. We're we're going backwards. We're we're not progressing. We're actually going backwards, and it's that it's that pre-trans fallacy yeah. thing. I I believe yeah. of like we won't see that actually it's it's going forwards until the completion of it has happened yeah, yeah. you have um, to go through it you can't exactly. go you can't go and that's the i felt when when jordan peterson one of the big problems of jordan, jordan peter for all, for all his wisdom download which is very important i do believe and a lot of wisdom he still holds on to this this kind of acrimony towards uh the postmodern mm-hmm. viewpoint mm-hmm. um we're like real anger as if it shouldn't be Right. It's so blah blah, and it, rather than having that truly integral viewpoint, let's the 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 the, the meta viewpoint. Oh, this is how culture um, develops. It goes through. He doesn't see it as a stage of development. That, right. That's actually what Wilbur talked about. He doesn't see that this this leading edge, this green that's happening with all its performative contradictions and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do and uh, thing. He doesn't see that this is actually a stage of development that itself would be transcended. That gone through which to the actually next. you could argue that it is being it is <clears throat> getting to the point of transcendent because it's oh, becoming um, unhealthy yeah and there are still those that hold is, on to it but the others who have thought and felt the way out of it and go exactly. oh no this is this is like the fact that it's showing its cracks yeah. suggests that it's it's cracking open. But as you say, people are doubling. Yeah. People because who identify they're trying to pull, with pull, it. pull the cracked eggshell yeah. back together quickly. Like, well, ah. But there's so many people who are going, no, no, this this is not, you know. So. But there's still a minority until it yeah. becomes a majority. Well, here's the thing. I still, think. Yeah. yeah. I think there's good. I think in the same way as postmodern modernism came. Like modernism is so long, and then postmodernism is like faster, and it's the singularity I, aspect I again. Think the, I think next We're racing level, through it, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think um, what do you call it? Um, second tier is is kind of you could call it second tier almost singularity because it's transcendent and inclusive. Um, yeah. I, I wonder whether um, it's accelerating. Whatever um, we want to frame it as, a, yeah, as I, I think everything is global I think awakening, or everything is accelerating yeah. right now. It feels that way anyway. If you look, what's happened even in the last year, and then you look five years, and then you look ten years, and then you look fifty years. You know, like the, it, it's whatever field you actually want to pick right now, it feels like it's accelerating. Yeah, no, I mean, I was watching you know Musk talking about how people don't didn't understand. They were mapping out his progress. He was his mega factory and putting out you know cars and stuff and he was about six months behind mm. uh, production and everyone was saying and cause he was talking about someone who was very much in this space another what do you call it industrialist woman who's very smart who's been watching the space because yeah and they just didn't understand also so the um the doomsayers were saying oh he's six months then that means he's thinking of it linearly mm-hmm. like and he was going, no, because there was so much, I was building out right. so much exponential potential underneath that, that mm-hmm. six-month thing that when I caught up, it was just explode and right. suddenly you're exceeding expectations. And then you go, what the fuck, where did that come from? He says, because it always you're takes longer in to, linear terms, yeah, not in exponential. it always takes longer to set the groundwork. Look at a yeah. seeker. <laughs> yeah. it, it always takes yeah. so much longer to sort of it's, do the simple Yeah. But groundwork to, to where you get to a place where you're even interested in the, yeah. the more rarefied right. let's say the, the, the non-duality yeah. type teaching so there's an acceleration quality in yeah. the exponential yeah. acceleration 
that says um, that, um, and I see it in, in climate things, mm -hmm. like people and, and population projections. Mm -hmm. Like people go, oh, if we continue at that rate, say, well, that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. You know, things happen within that thing that within that, um, as, as, as Nassim Taleb talked about black swan, the things that influence human society more than anything else are the things we can't foresee that have a massive impact on, on what going for. You know, like in 19 or 1890 or whatever, or 1900, you know, the, the, uh, London was saying, oh, uh, God help us, at the rate of expansion of horses and carts, we're going to be up to, literally, we're going to be up to our necks in shit in the next 20 years. And that was the fear. But in the next 20 years, Still, actually, cars. cars came along and yeah. no one saw that because everyone's projecting on what you know. Yeah, but yeah. actually, along that timeline, things that you don't think turn up all the Always. time that have, have disproportionate effects God, on... Look at our life. So, exactly. <laughs> so, you, it's the unknown unknowns that have a bigger effect than the knowns. Yes, yes. And, and so, um, but also ex exponents that if you think in the linear of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, it's not how it works, it's 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, and before you know it, the curve's going like that. And that is how things are going now. And I see, you know, just shit going down. I mean, it's still, still kind of... Well, it makes it impossible to predict. Makes it, and here's the other thing, it makes it impossible to identify with... Yeah because it moves and change everything moves and changes so fast that you can't really if if you start to identify it you you really are being dragged along and But it hasn't always been that way. No it hasn't. And that's why you see like the older generations sort of struggling Resistance, with that yeah. you know like the lady in the supermarket the other day would be paying by my phone you know yeah. like it's like what the hell is this It's thing? like this has been around for a while now. Yeah. But to them nothing did yeah, you know it was very stationary their lives were very secure they were able to sort of count on certain it's things just, being a certain way and yeah. now it's just not that way and no um, no I, I was really struck by that woman's face of disgust yeah it was really weird and odd like <laughs> like i don't know this i'm not covered with disgusting it's well, freaking view, me out like judging it as wrong as well yeah. like judging that that like she was correct and and this was this action was wrong yeah. um, it because her. it was wrong in her in her paradigm this this isn't how she worked. I mean, she yeah. was talking about like I I'm just getting over the fact that I can't use cash the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we live in interesting times. I think it will be very hard to recognize where we are now, looking back in like twenty years time, looking back and and yeah, I think so much will have changed yeah I th what but I don't think we can judge how that will change well right what's interesting what I've noticed this last few years hasn't been like the, what I had noticed beforehand was rapid technological change mm -hmm. right and that and that but now the last couple of years in particular I've noticed oh so we're having rapid cultural change yep. on the back of rapid technological change and yep. that's actually the bit that's 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 unsettling yeah. it's not the technology changes what changes on the back of it yeah. culture it's crazy but it also plays <coughs> into those two things play into what we were talking about the other day of like now much more being about the feeling level rather yeah. than the, the thought level yeah. like trying to process yeah. so the technology that I assimilate you know 
I think of that as like the more the thought process, very yeah. scientific, yeah. you know, analytical mind, mm. you know, and it used to be spirituality, we'd talk about it in terms of the mind and, you know, those sort of things. And now it's it's more about the energetics and the felt yeah. and that to me is synonymous yeah. with the cultural kind yeah. of thing. It, I don't know, there's, uh, it's not something I've deeply gone into well, in feels, myself it's, right it's now. Well, definitely but I, leading edge green. Yeah, I'm just I'm just noticing the shift of mm. you know in the in the meta and mm. and macro, and yeah. in macro that it, it's much more it's 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 not on a level that can be analysed as easily. Mm. It's much more felt. It's much mm. more intuitive. Yeah. It's much more. Uh, yeah, when I say felt, I mean energetics even, because emotions, you can analyze emotions. Well, it's even one step further than that. Well, where we've just been, which is, let's say, broadly speaking, you know, the world that, that has been built for us and with us has been the world of modernism, industrialized modernism, mm-hmm. Sci- mm-hmm. secular, scientific, yeah. rational. Rational, there you yeah. go. Yeah, and, and that's had privilege over mm-hmm. all other things. And now the emergence of green as a, as a leading edge, let's say, where we're coming now is... is back to the interiors yeah so because exactly, it wasn't yeah. sat as it was very powerful the interiors to come is cultural yeah. the interiors is cultural as expressed exterior exactly, exactly. but but so it's the interiors now and everyone's feels is important yes um and but it's not enough but it's it's moving no, in the right it's direction a mo- it's a yeah it's moving in the right direction um but I, th- I think it, yeah, it's being expressed in very interesting ways. Well, I think human design is really interesting as a kind of, I know this is just a throw throwaway thing, that the, one of the, the core te- um, maxims of, of human design or insights of human design is that um, that the mind is rarely, but almost never, the authority. Because the mind is just fragmented. It can make any case for anything. And it, and it actually isn't broad enough as as a you know a mental functioning to be able to calculate all the possibilities okay. it's actually the all authorities and therefore our guide and our compass and our guide through life is is in some form of the felt experience yeah and that's what determines our knowingness yeah. is the felt experience not the thought experience yeah so and that's perhaps like like turning back within yeah. I see it visually in myself. I see it as concentric circles, like, like the core of which mm. is is, mm. let's say, consciousness, pure awareness, non a conceptual experience, mm. and then you have all these concentric layers mm. of experience out into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so we're by the felt experience, we're getting closer. We're yeah. Not, we're not yeah. quite at the a conceptual yeah. sort of yeah. no experience. Let's say. Um, yeah. From which all experience, but it, yeah. th- th- visually but that's heading, how I see it. You're heading back towards like experiential first, uh, first principles. Exactly, exactly. You know that's that's where you want to be because the rest of it is a concentric circle, yeah. intellect, mind, all that is out yeah. of that. But be at the center. And then of body, and being. then family and culture, and all. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it but goes at the very moment, far. it's fucked up, and mind has been primitive, which was very useful because we've had to build out this amazing world, but it it. it it, it has it well it's it, just one further away it's well, not it, it, wrong the thing is each stage if it's felt to be the final and answer and identified yeah. with paradigm then it's a problem mm-hmm. but like you know uh, modernism and rational set all that stuff and externals and scientific that's absolutely powerful and useful but not as the leading edge not as first principle it's not it, it does it can't I wrote the other day like the mind ad- adopts um a, a usurps 
as, as first principle. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to get the latest episodes. For more information on us, go to endofseeking.com.